welcome back to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I am your host, April. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I pray for everyone this new year. I pray that the hope for a better future will not be placed in an inanimate object that has no conscious thought or care for the ones putting all their hope and faith into it. My God, I pray that they will find you to place their joy, their fear, hope, and faith in you and in you alone. I pray for the lost, the hurt, and the jaded. I pray for the pain and rejection that the world inflicted on them. Lord, may we gain compassion and understanding from you so that we may shine your love and light in a darkened world as we leave the old behind and embrace the new with you, our Alpha and our Omega, our Prince of Peace, Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Help us not only to remember the hardships of the past year, but also the wonderful memories. I pray that we not only embrace the good in the new year, but lean on you when hard times eventually come. Thank you, Prince of Peace, for drawing close to us with your comforting presence, guiding us in this fallen and very messy world. We love and trust you with all of our hearts, our Savior and King. In Jesus' name, amen. want to talk about something that I had seen online from uh, Phoenix uh, Channel 12 News KPNX TV and the headline is police investigating indigenous people getting recruited to check into Phoenix rehab centers. Indigenous residents in northern Arizona are allegedly being targeted by people trying to take them to behavioral health centers in the Phoenix area, police say. Sergeant Roland Dash with the Navajo Police Department said he has never seen anything like this before. The situation came to Dash's attention back in August after speaking to a local man who claimed to have been picked up by a white van and transported to a residential treatment center in Phoenix. I started getting more and more and more calls like that, Dash said. These reports involve Navajo residents either walking down the street or at flea markets getting picked up by people in white vans or SUVs and then disappearing. Investigators say those driving are claiming to be behavioral health recruiters and tell victims, emphasis on victims, they will take them to a group home for treatment. However, once they get to the valley, police say some of them have no way of getting back to the Navajo Nation and are stranded. Sergeant Dash could not yet say whether a criminal activity is taking place since the cases are still under investigation. There have been more than 60 cases of this scenario reported thus far 
and Tuba City, Dash added, and the Navajo Nation is communicating with other tribal communities about the situation. Arizona's legislation discussed these recruiting cases during a meeting last month. State Senator Teresa Hadalai, uh, whose district includes much of the Navajo Nation, told committee members she's been in contact with a family who had a relative disappear, only to find out later they had been taken to a Phoenix rehab center. The senator said she's looking into how the state can ensure these indigenous people are protected and not taken advantage of. Now, I'm going to stop that article right there. I'd seen some stuff, some news, um, um, which uh, casts from Phoenix, their news over there on YouTube. And a lot of those people, they say, get stranded, but a lot of those people end up, unfortunately, dying. They find them dead. Um, there was only two females um, within uh, a matter of months um, that actually survived um, this um, treatment. I don't know what exactly is going on over there, but I, I mean, obviously... This has nothing to do with helping anyone, okay? And then I'm just going to read the last part of this particular article. The FBI in Phoenix is also involved in investigating these recruiting incidents. Kevin Smith, a spokesperson for the FBI Phoenix office, released this statement. This situation is something that the FBI is very much aware of, and the FBI is very much engaged with our partners on the Navajo Nation and other agencies to look into what's happening here. Okay, and it says that um, Smith is encouraging anyone with information to contact them at tips.fbi.gov. I'm just going to read the last part of this particular article. The FBI in Phoenix is also involved in investigating these recruiting incidents. Kevin Smith, a spokesperson for the FBI Phoenix office, released this statement. This situation is something that the FBI is very much aware of, and the FBI is very much engaged with our partners on the Navajo Nation and other agencies to look into what's happening here. Okay, and it says that... um, Smith is encouraging anyone with information to contact them at tips.fbi.gov. Okay, I see something else. I see that they post a screenshot, a post they put on Facebook, and it's Navajo Police Department, and it says seeking information. Now, I'm going to read what they got there. The Navajo, Navajo Police Department is aware of people typically in vans or SUVs recruiting Navajo residents to live and behavioral health residential facilities in Phoenix. These facilities are commonly known as sober houses or group homes, which they did mention in the the live newscast that I'd seen on YouTube. The recruiters do not generally work for just one company. The recruiters now, the recruiters, do not generally work for just one company and have been spotted at places where gatherings are common. 
such as flea markets and often approach people they see walking. We encourage residents not not to get into the vehicles with individuals they do not know, even for a short ride. Recently, the Navajo Police Department uh, received reports from people saying they experienced difficulty returning to the Navajo Nation. Reports also indicate possible criminal activity against some of the people. Criminal activity. Hmm, okay. If you or a family member has been picked up by one of these recruiters, please reach out to the Navajo Police Department, Sergeant Roland Dash at 928-637-3028. And then they also give the information for the FBI. Criminal activity. Now, in, in the newscast, like I said, these people, they say they left them stranded. But a lot of those people, like I said... Uh, mm, never make it back home, okay? Not just stranded. They, that's their home going, as they call it, or homecoming, however, however you want to put it. So what is going on at the sober houses, sober homes, and group homes, allegedly, for people to get clean from any type of addiction? Hmm, sounds really, really. So, the numbers is what really got me it the numbers of people um they don't say it in this one but on the newscast on youtube it was like they just showed and they showed in one particular newscast that they had put like on um i don't want to say plywood or something but they lined up all of the missing the missing um flyers for every possible age group uh, sex, gender, whatever you want to call it. Um, they were all indigenous people. And I mean that it was like overwhelming the number of flyers. What are they doing with these people? What are they doing to these people? Cause it's definitely not helping them with, with any kind of, um, issues that they're having with addiction. from Teachable Moments with April podcast. Teachable Moments with April podcast is looking for personal detransitioning stories for upcoming episodes. If you're willing to share your story so that it may help others that may be going through the same thing, send either audio recordings in MP3, MP4, or WAV formats to anchor.fm slash obsidian dash queen slash message or teachable moments with april at gmail.com or you can send just a regular email with your story to teachable moments with april at gmail.com we would love to hear your story enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening to Teachable Moments with April. If you did enjoy this episode, I invite you to come right back to check out my podcast and my other episodes. Don't forget to listen, add us to your favorites, and support by clicking on the link in the description. As always, be blessed and be well. Until next time.